I'm here. Oh, I spelled my name wrong. Oh, oh hello, Deja. <laughs> Are you doing? Oh, okay, it's okay. okay. Just waiting for the other ones, you know. Hello, Danielle. Hello. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for the other ones, you know. Everyone is coming in, not at the same time, but can happen. <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> Let me just see here what's up. Okay. Hello, Ronald. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm oh, hello. You? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing great. So we got here with us uh, Danielle Nova and Deja Ray. Hello, hello. Mm -hmm. Hi. <laughs> and this is Ronald. And uh, is someone else coming, or are we going to start now? We're going to start. All right. All right. So. This is uh, welcome to the Archangel Michael Seven Seven Pod Seven 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 Podcast, <laughs> and we are now here with a few folks to have a special discussion. Right? We, can, we want to get to know each other. Actually, like me and Thomas, we never talked audio before, which I find interesting. <laughs> and, um, yeah, maybe introduce yourself, Rano, uh, to the rest. Like, Hello, my name, are, my, name is, yeah. my name is Ronald White, uh, I'm an artist, I'm a writer, um, I do I do a bit of visual artistry, I do screenwriting, um, for the most part I'm pretty humble, Every everyday guy. <laughs> Very nice. I see that in your introduction, now, how do you know me, Ryan? Like how how did you find me and what is it that you know connected us? Even oh, well, well, I met Susan on Twitter years ago. I, we would we would also I, I discovered her page when I was doing research, and so I followed her on Twitter and we started talking about the twin soul thing. We started talking about, and I would ask her a lot of questions about it because I didn't I didn't know much about it at the time even though I was curious and she gave me a lot of information about that and uh, we would often talk about um, ideas that I would receive from Michael and I would ask her about certain things and she would she would tell me about things like that and uh, I had one incident where I was listening to a Mi Michael's last album and I was meditating while I was listening to it and Michael showed me how the chakras can be used to open portals in the dream world and I told mm -hmm. I told Susan about that, and she was telling me that that's also an indicator that you can also use your chakras to heal people. So we've been uh, conversing on Twitter and Instagram for a couple for quite a while now. Very nice that you are so clear about the info. See, like with just uh, seeing like text communication, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe now like Deja Danielle introduce yourselves one by one to Ronald. And what your, um, you know, story is. You go ahead, Deja. You go first. Okay. Well, I'm one of the newest additions to the uh, operation. <laughs> um, I'm also the youngest. I'm 15. Um, so I found Susan just um, through another friend. Um, me and her never had a prior relationship to 
um, her showing me Susan, and it was the automatic click. Um, obviously because of the soul family connection, but <clears throat> I'd always liked Michael. I always felt like he wasn't gone. I always felt like he was around, but I never really thought of it too much. I just thought of well, I don't know, just different type shit. But mm-hmm. come to find out, you know, it's soul family connection, and um. Yeah, one big whole happy family. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello, I am Danielle Nova. Um, I found Susan uh, the middle of 2016, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, I was in a very uh, lim- well transitional phase, let's say, in my life. Mm-hmm. And what started it was I felt all of a sudden, like I prior to all of this, I wouldn't classify myself as a Michael fan or, or anything really. Like I really never mm-hmm. paid attention to anything. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of 2016, I felt this strong pull to start to look into Michael and his work and his life out of nowhere. So uh, I was on YouTube one day and I found Susan's channel um, and I asked her if I could uh, email her. And then we started talking basically every day after that. And uh, it really came, became evident very quickly that we have a very clear soul family, sisterly type of vibe with uh-huh. each other. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, after that, uh, I'd say about six months after that, Michael, in a dream, shot the rose flame into my heart, and that started the beginning of me having active communication with my own twin soul again, and perceiving him, and him showing me things, and all of that stuff that never would have happened if that rose flame wasn't initiated first, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a licensed nurse. Currently, I'm not working because of the COVID situation. Uh, but I will always be a healer. That's a big part of uh, why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, on, a, on a soul level, that's where the spiritual nurse title came from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Danielle uh, is the spiritual nurse. Yeah. So uh, everything that we're doing now, the you know, getting the truth out there and the podcasts and the um, the open communication with public about everything is a big mm-hmm. part of the spiritual nursing because it's a very healing experience for people to come face to face with the truth of these things and finally have a full understanding of everything that that we're going to be talking about and that we have talked about on this podcast exactly Mm People, when, when people hear the truth, when people can listen to real stories and experiences, it actually is an energy that helps mm-hmm. to stimulate <clears throat> their own twin soul memory, you know? So, and yeah, I have no idea what is going on, but there seems to be something. But yeah, like, I, 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 I hope everything's okay, but I'm hearing lots of, uh, like, noise out there. Maybe you can hear it too. 
yeah. yeah. Very late here. I don't know, like maybe there is some fire or something. I hope not. But let's it's, just. It's raining where I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where are you? Uh, I, I'm not even sure if I know. Well, I'm in a, I'm in Georgia in America. Georgia. Um, but I'm originally from New I'm originally from New York. Oh, okay. Well, Danielle is from New York too. So two New Yorkers here. <laughs> <laughs> what yep. part of What part of New York, Ronald? Long Island. Get out. <laughs> oh, you are? Uh-huh. Yeah. She's okay. there. Small world. <laughs> uh-huh. See, so let's talk about Soul Family because see Ronald a few days ago. <clears throat> I was talking with the girls and Deja keep like mentioning Aaliyah and she feel her strong connection, I guess, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have been thinking about my own perception from like back then what happened to her and all that. Like I, I was actually in America visiting my sister and her guest family uh, in mm-hmm. Nebraska when I saw on their little computer uh, the news, actually. I felt immediately a lot of things, which only happens if there is a connection, you know? Like, like it felt like more like a personal connection, like, you know, you feel different if you hear about something said about a stranger, so to speak, emotionally. Or uh-huh. hear something like the energy. If it's someone you know, if it's like sister, or cousin, like that type of soul family vibe, uh-huh. and suddenly it became clear to me. I'm like, hmm, this topic keeps coming back in my life since then, right? Uh-huh. No meaning now through Deja. So I'm like, I guess Aaliyah is so family. And I noticed something about her energy that I, as a woman, especially Michael Swinsel, have made some experiences with. And, and it's not necessarily positive, like, like meaning the, the, the way society treats that sacred energy, you know? And I'm sure you understand what I mean, Ronald. Maybe you can give mm-hmm. us your perspective on this. What do you think? Well, when I first became, like, I, I grew up watching Aaliyah and listening to the music. My sister loved her. And, uh, but I didn't, I didn't understand why I had a draw to her when I was younger. But it wasn't when she passed away. Uh, I remember I was in Catholic school at the time. Mm-hmm. I think I was about, I was either 12 or 13. And not too long after she passed, 9 11 happened. And so it was, it was a very bad year for me mm-hmm. because not only did I transition from being in the school I was in to a school that was not as good, but um, what, t- what started to happen was one day I was asleep in my room and I saw, I had a dream and she came into the dream and she communicated with me. We were in a familiar store in Brooklyn uh, on Fulton Street, a music store. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, she came into the dream and she told me, she gave me advice about what I should do with my life. And it was so vivid that I remember it as if it was yesterday. And every time I would listen to her music, she would communicate with me telepathically. So we started making a connection and it didn't, I didn't understand why there was such a connection to the point where even if I was thinking about dating someone, a certain type of girl, she would advise me not to. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she would reveal things to me about certain rituals that go on in certain circles of society that I need not to attach myself to. All types of things. And she. Oh, we always know what you mean. We we talking openly. Don't worry. Like, and the girls know exactly what. Yeah. Well, okay. There was a there was an event in my city where where I'm at now, and they were doing um like a a raise or like a. Uh, a fundraising for cancer survivors, a cancer, cancer mm-hmm. um, cure, mm-hmm. and she, she revealed to me that the colors that the people were wearing at the uh, event, purple and the blue, she broke it down to me that the the blue represents masculine energy, and the and the pink represents female energy, and she was explaining to me that this ritual is something they use to feed on people's energetic bodies. Uh-huh. within that type of environment. They're really not trying to solve anything. They're basically just trying to feed off of people's fear. Yeah. Very so, true. It, and that was revealed to me through Aaliyah. And it's been so many times when I've had like people with psychic attacks because I've, I've been very clairvoyant or very um, spiritual in my life. Whether it was from a Christian standpoint or later spirituality, I've um I've always had a knack for knowing certain things, and I've been like like I, I told you about psychic being like preyed on by people who think they they can hide their hand and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she would always she would always protect me from that kind of thing. Like for instance, when I was telling you about the thing with uh, I'm, I don't even want to say her name, but. Okay. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And if they want, was, they want to get into the twilight zone. They, they can be our. <laughs> that's the point. The soul family mm-hmm. together. Michael, mm-hmm. very serious about you. You know, mm-hmm. and you are soul family too, and you deserve that protection and Aaliyah too. So uh, go ahead. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was one situation where. I was meditating and I was listening to a certain type of music and the, I made contact with I made contact with the person whose song it was and they had crossed over Amy Winehouse one of her mm-hmm, songs right mm-hmm. interesting and so so uh, as I was listening to the song and my, it kept playing in my head after I cut the song off Amy started to telepathically communicate with me mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of like a she was singing the song to me as if she was right next to me and the person I was I don't want to talk about she was she interrupted the very song and it got to the point where I couldn't even enjoy the spiritual experience because this person was like a like a psychic vampire trying to interfere with the interfering in the energy like yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see and, and it got to the point where no matter where I was and no matter where I went, I would always pick up on this person trying to use their influence to alter my perception. And it, it, it even happened last night, as a matter of fact. Like last night, I was uh, I was laying down and I saw this I saw this person and they had this big smirk on their faces, that's like ha ha type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I blocked it out. And Aaliyah came through and protected me and I, I also have other I have other soul families that protect me mm-hmm. um, yes like like I have I've made contact with Tupac 
and Tupac has also appeared to me in dreams and visions as a kind of like a guardian over protecting me type of thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I always felt like he definitely saw a lot of fuckery and bullshit, if you know what I mean. And so he yeah. understands it, you know. Mm-hmm. I had I have an amazing dream to tell you about. Okay, mm-hmm. I had a dream. I had a dream that I was in this field. And it was these soldiers that were fighting in this war as if it was like the end of the world type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And from that dream, we transitioned to a room where there were people praying to like these deities of different religions, right? Yeah. And it seemed as if only me and Tupac were able to perceive that we that somehow the soul family that they that that we were um these very people couldn't even sense that me and Tupac were there spiritually mm-hmm. they could only pray they could only see and pray to what they were what they were focusing on but Tupac was kind of like he was there as if he was like trying to show me that most of the things that people pray to they don't even know how to recognize when it arrives so you had a type of astral meeting with him where he showed you something from his spiritual pure perspective so to speak so you would see behind the illusion i mean we're dealing with a lot of deception on earth mm-hmm. in society and uh just to go back real quick to the dream you were sharing before okay because mm-hmm. i have something to share too that is precisely the same and you know mm-hmm. How they are after Michael's uh, Michael Jackson then that's, that's mm-hmm. obvious you know so mm-hmm. if you're Michael's twin so you got a problem yeah you're black mm-hmm. I'm happy I'm thankful uh, I wouldn't want it in any other way but mm-hmm. also very challenging and the same person you were talking about I had a dream like that too once that made things clear right Probably a while ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday because the spiritual side, when you're very aware, it tends to stick to the memory, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, in that dream, Michael was talking about uh, differential algebra. And trust me, mm-hmm. I've always been like calling myself stupid about math and numbers and such. I never <laughs> went to it. I was really like lazy and not good at math in school or geometry. I wasn't into it, you know, maybe mm-hmm. also the way they taught it. The point is, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that dream, all of a sudden, Michael was explaining to me differential algebra and some stuff regarding twin souls and somehow he had talked with uh, uh, Einstein. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. typical Michael, like, and what are you saying? Math? <laughs> you can't be serious. And I was running down the stairway like I'm trying to get home and I need to catch some tram, like tram number seven, which really mm-hmm. exists in my area and goes to my home uh, area. Mm-hmm. So I was running down these stairs and suddenly, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that director's name again? Um, well, that did kill Bill. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh Quentin, yeah. Yes, Quentin Tarantino. Like, see, I have no relation to him. Honestly, mm-hmm. I never liked him. I never felt connected to him. I never disliked him. I just have no connection to him, I thought. So the point mm-hmm. is, he showed up in the dream and he was behind me running after me and coming down the stairs and he was all fascinated. He's like trying to get into a conversation. And he's like, you know, I kind of felt bad. He was like, 
oh, oh, differential algebra. Like, oh, that's interesting. Like, like, I, like, you wanted to know more. You wanted to get into the talk. You wanted to catch me. But mm -hmm. I was like, not now. Like, you know, Michael's saying something. Michael's explaining something. Like, I'll get back mm -hmm. to you type of thing. Oh, by mm -hmm. the way, in the beginning of the dream, this is very important. I was performing somewhere. And it wasn't really, it was me. But I was somehow totally in that Michael energy. So it's like I was channeling his energy publicly and it was very obvious. Maybe that's why the guy was coming after me to talk. So anyway, I catch the train, uh, the tram, I mean, number seven. And as mm -hmm. I was doing it, I'm looking out the window and who do I see? That followed me, but without being honest and open like Quentin. Mm -hmm. uh, Beyonce standing there, mm -hmm. rain, looking very unhappy that she did not catch that last step into the tram before it left. So, you know, mm -hmm. too slow, bitch, you know. Mm -hmm. Besides, besides that, this person doesn't care about taking from stuff. That is my original work for Michael's legacy. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I mm -hmm. have fears that I don't I don't care, you know. These people are doing wrong and here the word is out and they need to be checked. Mm -hmm. Girls know what I mean because basically mm -hmm. let's be frank. We live in a Roman system. Okay? The Romans have not left the power seat yet. They're not as open as they used to be, like back in the Roman Empire, but still around, you know? A lot of the things we're dealing with, they have created, and it's like some bullshit from the past, some system bullshit from the past that needs to be basically updated, you know, and healed. Because what, they're what they did is wrong. It just doesn't work. It's unspiritual, it's anti spiritual, it's negative. It's uh, mm. uh, like destructive. It it makes even people sick. Meaning, the Roman lifestyle created literally diseases that didn't exist. For example, in ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. And the main point is, and I know you have a strong connection to the ancient Egyptian stuff too, through uh, Aaliyah. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. too. Um, the Romans did a lot of wrong also with uh, African history, African people. Not just the history. Mm -hmm. Oh, and all these things need to come on the table now. And the, the mm -hmm. worst thing, if you ask me, you know, and I'll tell her in her face, you know, she can come on this podcast anytime. I said, you know, if she want to talk mm -hmm. about ancient Egypt, because recently, mm -hmm. just a few days ago, I don't know if you saw this, probably you did, you know, but the whole thing was black as king. And I didn't watch some that. Onk. I saw some of the. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see the movie. I saw some of the videos that were ridiculous, but I didn't I didn't watch <laughs> the full film. Yeah, I didn't watch the video is like a, a, a cliche propaganda. It's mm -hmm. real diversity in Africa and all these things like the reality, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like a mockery. It's like mm -hmm. people, it's almost like well, a white person directed the videos. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? 
Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, well, they kind of did. But maybe it did. I don't want to insult mm-hmm. nobody, you know. Like, and it's colorful and all that, you know, artistically speaking or video work wise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put some work into it. So yeah, the pro- my problem is. If that bitch want to come and sing about the Ang, that is my symbol, especially like my co- in my company logo, and that is my music symbol, you know. And she makes me, so, bitch, you getting into my zone, you know. You want to talk about ancient Egypt? You want to say black king or black is king, uh, heritage, origins, root, you know. We were queens and kings once. All right, let's talk. Mm-hmm. I like that. But then all of a sudden. She she brings that Moses stuff in, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, because mm-hmm. you're not going to mess with the ancient Egyptian Ankh. You see what exactly. I mean? It's so much mm-hmm. older. It has nothing to do, neither with the Jewish uh, people, nor with the uh, Christian stuff, nor with the Muslim mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's much older. Do not mix that up, because when I see this, I know she's doing wrong. And she working for the mm-hmm. enemy, and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She is a Roman slave. She's a Roman mm-hmm. tool because this is about the she mind. Is. We need to free the minds of people, and hers too. Period. She too. She's welcome. Mm-hmm. She's welcome in the healing uh, circle. That's how God mm-hmm. uh, feels and thinks. Everyone is welcome mm-hmm. to change and heal by free will. But in order to even have a chance, uh, like well, I have to. Oh, I have to tell them. I have to try and mm-hmm. tell them. You know, we have to be honest. We have to talk. Conversation is part of healing too, and the truth is what releases people mm-hmm. really free. Without that, we cannot even begin to talk about like what slavery is over. Slavery ain't over, and witch hunts also ain't over. They mm-hmm. just changed, changed uh, form. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's definitely true. Period. So Deja, um, tell us about your recent. I know it's very fresh, but tell us about your recent experiences. Like, give us some updates regarding the rose flame thing. <laughs> well, as you already know, Miss Susan, um, my dreams have been fucking crazy. Like, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in my dreams. A lot of stuff is being revealed in my dreams. Um, telepathically speaking, um, it's way easier for me to communicate with my twin soul. And um, also, um, I've been. And your twin down. soul is in spirit, right? So that the audience yes. understands that your twin soul is not incarnated at the moment, he remains in spirit. These mm-hmm. also are like the majority of the yep. on the planet are that constellation. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding I'm finding out a lot of my abilities and what I can do and what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and all types of shit like that. It's a lot going on in this novel. Exactly. So what I find now interesting, maybe you want to talk about that. <clears throat> What do you think, Ronald, is the difference between, like, why are there uh, not so many men who seem aware or communicate anything or show anything about twin soul awareness? Why is it like 99% women 
if you look at online and the groups and the discussions and such, you know, uh, where where mm-hmm. where the man at? You know, like why you're so alone <laughs> in this? You know, <laughs> what's your opinion? Well, well, I think I think a lot of men are emotionally closed off. So for the most part, there aren't a lot of men that are woke spiritually anyway. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether it's from because most men either if they're if they are spiritual, they're very secretive about it or they're a part of some secret society and they're not able to talk about it mm-hmm. you know what I mean because you have you have people who are aware of it but they just don't speak about it it's then a you lot have some... of men that's like halfway there they 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 own it like they got the spirit but they not there yet they still perpetuate mm-hmm. especially misogynistic thinking still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. true I think I think the problem is a lot of a lot of men aren't and being by yourself is one essence of it. A lot of people don't know how to be be whole by themselves, so they're trying to find something outside of themselves to replicate that in the physical world, and then closing themselves off to any connections that can be made in the spiritual world. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly and what Deja also mentioned. Both things to me mm-hmm. is Roman. Okay, like I'm going to keep saying it until everyone gets it and wakes up like in their minds, you know, because (laughs) this is the Romans thinking. Once people inform themselves and look into like Roman, like lifestyle, culture, how they rules, how they handle things, you'll find a lot of horrible stuff that is like a slap in the face and makes it obvious why we have like chauvinism today why we have the oppression of women to begin with that didn't exist before the Romans, you see, mm-hmm. in ancient uh, uh, cultures, why we have mm-hmm. all of this, uh, well, training or brainwashing or, you know, system that teaches boys from the beginning to, mm-hmm. to become a certain way that ends up disconnecting male and female further and further and further, exactly. you know? And that's mm-hmm. the exa- that's why I say anti-spiritual. The Romans are anti-spiritual, mm-hmm. and most definitely they are anti-twin soul. And in fact, they are the ones responsible for censoring this part, which is why today we have to work so hard to reinform and remind people of the like what, what like some people are even confused about what a twin soul is because there's so much uh, nonsense information online by now that. Uh, they obviously uh, spread on purpose, meaning this is the Mm -hmm. Roman system we're dealing with. Some folks think it's okay to just make money with it and lie to people, and other folks are literally doing it on purpose to cover up the rising truth. Mm -hmm. You know? Especially when a Michael Jackson is involved. That's my opinion, Mm -hmm. you know? That's true. So what do you think about how can we how can like what would you say to a person that is afraid of the, like to a man especially right? like I think that's interesting you had some you know that is exactly that type that we're that is the problem mm-hmm. what would you say to that person how would you approach like making that person understand that man that it is worth it for him personally too to look at his own mm-hmm. 
Well, any any advice I would give, I, the only person I'm really able to talk to about spiritual stuff that, mm-hmm. in my family that's male is usually either my father or my nephew's family. Mm-hmm. Like my nephew is like he's he's been through a lot in his life, so he's at that level. He's mature enough to understand things I tell I talk to him about. And my father, I give advice. Your cousin's name is Sam. No, my nephew. Yeah. Okay, Sam. There we go again. Stan. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 Stan, Stanley. Oh, oh, Stan. Okay. <laughs> I misunderstood. Sorry, because that name keeps following us. You know. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. But um, I talked to him. We we we're only because my family is pretty big. I'm the youngest of five kids, mm-hmm. and my sister who had Stanley, he is uh he's only two years younger than me because of my mother when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She had many miscarriages. <clears throat> oh. And. Very sorry. When I was, yeah, when I when I was born, I was supposed to have a twin. I was supposed, I was actually a twin in the womb, mm-hmm. but my sister didn't. My sister didn't survive. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I was actually, I was actually born a lot later than I was supposed to be. So my my uh, my sister Melinda had Stanley when he was when only two years apart from me. So we kind of grew up. A lot closer than most uncles and nephew dynamics. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> the age part. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the situation that happened to you and your um, twin sister <clears throat> happened mm-hmm. to Elvis Presley, actually, too. Because wow. he had a he had a twin twin brother, but the twin brother also died shortly after birth or so. And mm-hmm. Elvis would always, for years and years and years, visit his brother's uh, tomb, <clears throat> his grave, mm-hmm. whenever there was mm-hmm. something happy to share. Like, he would literally keep nurturing the relationship. Like, he's, like, sharing mm-hmm. everything with him, you know? Like, he was very mm-hmm. spiritual. But I find it mm-hmm. interesting, you know, because I always wondered what happens when the, uh, something like that happens to you wh- when you're being born is that making you stronger like staying connected to the spiritual world i think so i do think so mm-hmm. i do believe that because they're in the egyptian uh, mythology the god kunsu had a twin that didn't come to the physical world mm-hmm. yeah. and um It was revealed to me. So I think, I think it was what 2011. Who I, who I was in ancient Egypt, my actual name, and you know what I did at that time. And it was revealed to me through a, a spirit guide who told me or called me by that ancient name. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> We have to have a conversation at some point with uh, a- a- Ace. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Did you hear the podcast? Like Ace is uh, from <clears throat> the Funky Bunch. Back, back then, remember Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Like he's yeah, I remember. Yeah, so he uh, also has had a very funny experience with um, seeing an ancient Egyptian bust in a museum that mm-hmm. looked exactly like him. And before he even saw it, people were basically looking at it, looking at him the whole time, and they were confused. <laughs> so he's like, "What's what's <laughs> over there? Oh shit! It looks like me. Like, is that me? Mm-hmm. You know." So, mm-hmm. and he had just though forgot the exact name and such. Like we're doing a little bit of research. He's not opened yet with his uh, mm-hmm. soul, but we're working on it. The point is, mm-hmm. it's just interesting that these things really uh, 
many people I feel are back, especially now in these times, with the mm-hmm.
that she uh, uh, views that situation and 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 mm-hmm. believe it it was trying to be friendly and reject her in a peaceful way but she wouldn't stop and then she noticed herself that he's not capable of turning him on you know mm-hmm. so as if that, that does happen yeah, as if that's not enough look they installed the next and we don't look we're not even going to begin talking about how okay but you have another italian roman that they they think now every queen queen of pop michael's the king of pop right he earned it he worked his childhood etc and the fans based on his real earnings gave him that title then he was asked the whole time after have you noticed if he uh, proclaimed himself the king of pop if he forces people to call him king of pop and all these things mm-hmm. and he never did that madonna did she proclaimed herself the queen of pop afterwards and nobody mm-hmm. ever asked her that question you see what i'm trying to say and now uh-huh. they think oh this uh, king of so the queen of pop that belongs to us romans no it doesn't it doesn't and michael has a has a force that has nothing to do with hollywood and fame and money and what he was doing in his work is also not for that purpose. You see what I mean? It's magical, mm-hmm. it's spiritual. It has it, it moved by God. This is how, uh, that's how twin souls also work. And uh, you know, so yeah, now you have Gaga, you know, which is faker than Madonna could ever be, you know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And well, to be honest, they're both fake, but you know, one is just a little bit more fake. The point is, mm-hmm. like, do you see what I'm trying to say? The Roman system right mm-hmm. in our faces. Racism in the music industry, all the stuff Michael talked about, and these bitches are basically like trying to like, yeah, 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 in front of us, so nobody's listening or thinking or mm-hmm. the truth. And I'm fucking angry, and I'm like, shut up and get out of the way, because the witch is getting angry, you know? Because mm-hmm. I have to defend my man. And they're lying about me right now, and I fucking had enough. And I also won't uh, react in a friendly way with my magic. If someone mm-hmm. tries to interfere with my and look into my files and my computer for years, the whole fucking time. I know Michael had to live that way too, but it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. Like, talk to me, cowards. You know? Call me on the mm-hmm. phone. You want something? Like, call me on the phone, you know? Like, don't, mm-hmm. like, sneak in, into my computers with illegal methods. Like, fuck, mm-hmm. you know? If you do that, I'm going to use my magic to crush your souls, you know? I got you by the balls, Roman motherfuckers. And I got no problem mm-hmm. to fucking pulverize them. And I'm saying that because mm-hmm. many things they've done to Michael, now I'm getting into it, you know? Mm-hmm. The whole pedophilia thing, the, the false accusations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's Roman culture. Pedophilia. They call it mm-hmm. pederastry to distract with the wording, right? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia. Meaning the Roman culture was pedophilic throughout. It was totally normal for them, like, or the ideal even we read about it, like the little boy mm-hmm. thing, okay? In fact, yeah. come a Roman citizen to be accepted as an adult, as a Roman citizen, that process. Okay, mm-hmm. the most important thing we read here, I'm citing it, citation, 
The most important thing was the condition of your uh, 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 <laughs> balls. <laughs> and, <laughs> it, okay? <laughs> and they're still doing. For a jerk, they would do the so-called ass check. We call it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they're still that, doing it. I know. I know. I know. And then they had rules that basically, depending on who you are in Roman society, if you're higher up in the hierarchy, you must be on top. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you're mm-hmm. so-called sex slave, but first of all, you're always going to be a sex slave, and you must be a bottom. Which means there were some mm-hmm. Roman emperors who killed their sons over having gay sex with others, but being bottom when they should be top. Mm-hmm. Meaning these weird, fucked-up Roman rules. And we don't even want to get into all the other stuff, right, Danielle? Maybe you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe you want to add here something with that. You say it so nicely with the, with the skin, slapping them with the skin thing. Oh God, it's sick! It's so sick. We were looking into the history of Valentine's Day because me and my twin soul, we are very connected to the rose flame, to the Valentine's Day, like the roots of it, where it came from, the Valentine's Day celebration, basically. And back then in Rome, these women would line up on the streets, and these guys would ride on horseback <laughs> down the down the, the street or whatever and slap certain certain women in the face with this blood covered lamb skin <laughs> and the women would like they would want that to happen because to them it meant that they were going to have a fertile year the next year and they could possibly have children so they would literally like rub this blood all over their face like yes yes give me the the, the bloody lamb skin yes Yeah, I know, I know, it's horrible. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Hey, hold on, so, hold, so hold on. Would, yeah, and what about the other thing with the metal piercing? You want to talk about that too? You're a nurse, you oh know how God. to say it. Not like me, because I'm going to be very dizzy if I say it. They literally, <laughs> this is how sick they were. They were trying so hard to stifle people's sexual energy and stay Mm young they thought that makes them stay young too don't forget yeah so men would voluntarily literally pierce their 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 foreskin their penis clothes with this metal piercing voluntarily Mm -hmm. okay then there were people growth and thinking that that will keep them young yeah so so their penis would literally look small that, that's mm-hmm. what they were trying to do. Um, Think about then, all the Roman had... and busts with these naked dudes with, with these mm-hmm. tiny penises attached. You know? Like, oh my god, it's so sick. Um, then you you get into the subject of eunuchs, let's say, mm-hmm. and there were people, men, grown men, that voluntarily castrated themselves because they believed that it would guarantee them a spot in heaven. (laughs) In their version of heaven. Now, let's think about this honestly for a minute. Which heaven are you trying to get into? I know, right? (laughs) You know? 
let's be honest here. I mean, the amount of things that we uncovered, me and Susan uncovered, it's just like, I, I cannot believe it. It's like a movie. <laughs> it's literally like a, a freaking horror movie. <laughs> I know, right? You know, I was wondering since years, I'm like, why is it such a thing with the vampire stuff? Like Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. For example, also. It's everything, the system, right? Like, why are they always making this vampire cult stuff for every mm-hmm. generation of teenagers and such? There was interview mm-hmm. with the va- vampire in my yeah. time. Then yeah. there was, uh, what's the, the Twilight, you know? Uh, now and all mm-hmm. these things. Vampire and Buffy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Buffy the vampire slayer. Exactly, so this whole vampire mm-hmm. stuff, right? And I mm-hmm. had even heard a story about this uh, uh, Dracula guy, like, which really existed, you know, like in Europe. Yeah, that real. guy really existed. But the point is, mm-hmm. this is not where the vampire stuff came from. It came from something mm-hmm. else. Now, what about that? Then? <laughs> I mean, okay, let me, oh, all right, first I'll say all, it. First of all, no, I'll say it, I don't care. Okay, I'll all right. The throat First thing, all, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that, that's what I was starting to say when you asked me about the metal piercing. I can't um, say it without laughing. So, <laughs> what, what the Romans used to do, the gladiators, like let's say that they would get their throat slit, right? The gladiators. Mm-hmm. These people would literally run down to the arena and drink the blood that was pouring out of this gladiator's throat while it's still warm because they believed that they were gonna they were taking some of the gladiator's energy by drinking the gladiator's butt blood after his his throat got slit women would take gladiator dead skin cells and rub it all over their face like a face mask to try and like get some of the energy like as an aphrodisiac danielle yeah they would do that as an aphrodisiac meaning listen to this ronald you know like Roman women back then, think about that. They would use dead male gladiator skin particles mm-hmm. and uh, uh, gladiator sweat to put all over themselves to, as mm-hmm. an aphrodisiac for uh, ma- ro- the Roman man to, to feel sexually on. like turned yeah. on towards them. And I'm like, do you want to smell a man's sweat? When you approach a woman, and you know what's ironic, a lot of satanic cults still do stuff like that. Oh, they of do. course, because yeah. they're all Roman controlled. Or what do you think? Mm-hmm. If we're talking <laughs> about the Roman system, there is no such thing as cults and this and that without the approval, so to speak. If you yeah. try to do anything mm-hmm. the Roman system doesn't approve of, oh, you wouldn't. You, it, it's very difficult to hear about it. And those type of mm-hmm. things you regularly hear about because they're actually mm-hmm. also trying to associate it with themselves. That's the point. These things, this knowledge mm-hmm. comes from other places. They stole it. They're posing around and they got mm-hmm. nothing of that. They got no magic. They got no special knowledge. They got no special soul evolution or, or mission or anything. It's all made up, including the celebrity mm-hmm. thing, the whole fame thing, the whole even titling of folks as a star is something that was taken okay. from ancient Egyptian spiritual things where we had the whole star symbology connected with Osiris. Osiris was the dancer. He had that special Osiris dance. I was doing singing uh-huh. as in like singing wasn't just like singing. It was 
used for entertainment, but also for magic, for spiritual mm -hmm. purposes. And yeah. this mm -hmm. is the point, you know? They're trying to, to spin an illusion, a deception, a fraud, you know, that imitates mm -hmm. what we used to do. The concepts, mm -hmm. the knowledge, you know? But it's all fake, because many of these people uh, are chosen by some idiotic Roman system. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like literally, mm -hmm. Michael Jackson was doing his, his thing, and they placed a white Roman bitch that can't sing, you know? Like she improved in the meantime, <laughs> but when you check back then, it's like, like a virgin, it's nothing, you know? <laughs> And yeah. the point is also, she fucking stole. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Because she fucking stole. Like, the whole beat structure that he did for uh, Billie Jean. Check mm -hmm. the beginning of Billie Jean, and then check the beginning of Like a Virgin, and you will immediately hear what I'm talking about. And it was released mm -hmm. after. Like, Madonna's song was released after Michael's song, you know? So, mm -hmm. you can see that basically, I find it interesting, you know? Because 1982, I'm born, his energy changes, he gets into the twin soul merging and all that and channeling that and even his appearance, all this. And in 83 already, they placed this Madonna, which I've never seen before, meaning someone to represent that Roman history thing. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And keep promoting it and keep it up. And then they mm -hmm. were like constantly stalking him with her as in like they're trying to put her up on the pedestal she didn't earn it you know like she's she's coming at him after he already had like a 20-year career and they're like oh madonna is michael jackson's biggest competitor like back then and prince too but with prince mm -hmm. at least it makes sense the guy had talent he was real artist you know but that mm -hmm. bitch I, I mean, look, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. But I've heard years ago, like long before I met Michael and he told me stuff that made me angry about her and all this. I heard mm -hmm. from music business insiders that this person gave low jobs to the most important guys at the record companies to get her record deal. And that's something I have no respect for. I don't give a fuck what the Romans thinking. I think it's a crime to promote that you have to be like this in front of young girls, you know, and make them become <laughs> a tool all their lives and think that this is how a woman has to be or this is a woman's purpose. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, and you also don't need to get naked, by the way, or show your breasts and all these things that she would do for her career. You know, the shock value mm -hmm. and naked and pornish and all that. If uh, mm -hmm. if you're an artist and you're a singer, because I guess if you're a porn star, it's something else. Go go do porn. If you're a stripper, it's something else. Go do stripping. You know, you can also do it artistically, like uh, no judgment. But don't call yourself an artist as in like a singer, you know, songwriter, whatever. Mm -hmm. If uh, you just want to, you know, let down your pants uh, to distract us and not sing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There is no comparing between her and Michael, is my opinion. And if you ask me, maybe it's going to be a, a, a critical opinion. <clears throat> call me biased, <laughs> call it personal, but I have not seen any woman, any woman 
from these bitches that deserves the title Queen of Pop. Like a none of them. Period. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There's just no soul anymore. Yeah, it got worse. Yeah, music. Music used to be better, right? Yeah. Yeah, music is terrible now. It is. I feel bad for the, you know, the the youth now, but the good thing is at least that music they can still access it. They can still listen to it. The stuff that we grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like my generation that was like the last of the um the the soul actually being in the work when when people mm-hmm. my age were growing up i'm 32 now so i'm 32 <laughs> we got a lot in common ronald wow y'all are way <laughs> too fucking close but uh, i grew up i grew up in the 90s when everything was you had to be very talented to be in any form of entertainment then mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But it, I'm noticing something interesting, absolutely. by the way, guys. So, what is what is this uh, similarity here, or these parallels that popping right. up between Danielle and Ronald? Huh? <laughs> I know it's so crazy. <laughs> Very interesting. You guys can also have separate conversations alone whenever you want to. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so I don't know I just think that there's you know when when you have a full understanding of the way that the the Romans why they did what they did Mm -hmm. and why they were the way that they were and then you look at the entertainers today you would have a very clear picture of what's really going on there in between. Yeah, the what about the gladiator <laughs> fights, huh? You know? What about watching human beings? Oh, you're strong, you're special. Oh, yeah, we want to watch you get destroyed. Oh, we want to watch a lion fight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. look, he pulled his arm off. Oh, quick, let's go drink the blood that is spilling out. Like, I mean, seriously, do you see the parallels? in what's happening today and the very things that Michael Jackson kept complaining about, including in interviews with the public, in how he saw, like, what he criticized about how show business works or the press or this whole system, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not people that are evil or bad. Mm -hmm. It's not people that want to know, hey, what underwear are you wearing? It's the fucking Romans. It's the system. The people don't have a choice. They consume what is in front of them, you know, like if they have a buffet, that's my opinion. And on the buffet, uh, uh, you have uh, two different fruits and there is a third one, (coughs) but it's hidden, right? Mm -hmm. How do you want to know if you never saw it? You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And this is where the problem comes in and the responsibility spiritually with the Roman system. They, this is in they are to blame because they are training society to look at the negative things they are training people with everything propaganda, media, music movies, books, you know to to be used to negativity daily 
you know mm-hmm. that's the point to to normalize envy and jealousy when that's actually is a sign of a spiritual thickness if you have that mm-hmm. like that's not normal what the fuck said that and it's also not normal or true that oh everyone has basically god and the devil in them no 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 there's no such thing as projecting into people just randomly oh everyone has evil in them no not true mm-hmm. you know what i'm trying to say and you have a free will and you can always decide if you want to have it in you or not it's called possession mm-hmm. the power of the word <laughs> you see mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry i'm coughing it's so hot here it's unbelievable but anyway i feel like i'm in egypt <laughs> so um yeah these type of things are very important that people can talk more open about it because other than that yeah. we're never going to get to a healing and a solution you know and the roman system is clearly yeah solution. it's everywhere it's visible it's not hidden you know you look at the political system mm-hmm. especially in america too by the way hey you look at the t- name america here t- tell him danielle Where did the name America come from? <laughs> well, of course, first of all, from a Roman Italian, but his name is Amerigo Vespucci. And I really wish that we had video right now so I could hold up a picture <laughs> no, of this guy. Um, so when you have time, look up that name, Amerigo Vespucci, and to the listeners too. This is the guy that America was named after. And when you see what this guy looks like, you're going to have a full understanding of why all of this Roman fuckery has been rampant in this country from the very 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 beginning. Mm-hmm. It's a Roman you know? plan. I mean, it's truly, a Roman that's... plan, that's the point. Like why yeah. why why do you think that oh, everything you look into, oh, it's Roman. Roman discovered it's Romans involved it's like a Roman 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 like it's clear the Romans built the United States of America finally yeah yeah that's true. and they fucked with the natives for it typical their style you know and they stole black people from their homelands and took them over there because they were like fat uh, lazy Flavian uh, motherfuckers Romans and, like you know That's how I like to call them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. wanted and they were like, hey, look what black people build in Africa and Egypt and such. We can't do that. We're too stupid. We're too weak, maybe physically. And so they stole mm-hmm. black people to build America for them while they're sitting there and watching and getting fatter and fatter. That's what they did. You know? And at mm-hmm. the same time yeah. there was also of course this jealousy and constant Yeah, constant jealousy and anger and hate <coughs> because the stuff that they stole that they built their modern that their new world order as a new roman world order with it's nothing that is being built or planned or a conspiracy it's already happened it's falling apart mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and this is exactly how they did that You know what I mean? Like they 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 they, they have their people everywhere. They, here, America is named after them. What about Latin America? 
Latin, you know? Why is Latin, why is Latin America called Latin America? They claim the Roman Empire fell out of nowhere, but then hundreds of years later, these things happen, so you know the Roman Empire never fell. It's because mm-hmm. it's still working in front of us. You know? Yeah. And hey, they were even faking curls, Ronald. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the podcast. I saw that. <laughs> it's one. unbelievable. So ridiculous. Yeah. They literally invented <laughs> fake curls. Like nowadays when you see girls who have straight hair, let's say, and make make it curly <clears throat> for going out or so, I guess mm-hmm. that's a Roman invention, the tools that are used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because if you ever have to do your research on how um I, did, I, I put a picture on my twitter i'm not sure if i still have it up there mm-hmm. but they, it shows how the headdress that the pope wears was mimicked out of egypt uh-huh. and and it also shows that many of the people who were in egypt like the pharaohs and everything even though they were some of them were, were of darker hue they had real curly hair naturally mm-hmm. exactly and so they were trying to mimic they were trying to mimic the pharaohs because even when they dig up certain pharaohs, their natural hair is very curly. I know, but the back then already, that's what was shocking to me. That meaning, mm-hmm. you see, you had the Roman Republic, and then you mm-hmm. had the Roman uh, Empire, <clears throat> and the Roman uh-huh. Empire began with Augustus, was his name, Augustus Subflavius mm-hmm. uh, Germanicus, something like that, <clears throat> which means mm-hmm. we're not just talking about the Romans here. Let's be open. We also have some Celtic influences that did that are part of this and uh, part of the wrongdoing. You mm-hmm. see, that's where this Flavian means blonde. So the whole Flavian dynasty, beginning with the first Roman emperor already, you know, mm-hmm. was 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 them already trying to do this, you know, mm-hmm. which means from the beginning they had a plan that they followed long as time and are still following today. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to take Egypt because what is interesting here is also just this one thing. I don't want to say too much about that topic today, you know. Uh, but because since you were in the Catholic school also and all that, maybe you want to say something about that. That the ancient Egyptian uh, empire mm-hmm. with Cleopatra and all mm-hmm. that at the end fell uh, 30 BC, right? Mm-hmm. And one year later, like, or you can say a few months later, uh, the first Roman Pope was installed. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the whole Vatican is like uh, the literally the, the, the devil in disguise. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the Roman Emperor trying to pose like Osiris, like ancient Egyptian high priests, including the clothing the Osiris had mm-hmm. the sun scepter mm-hmm. like you know and then mm-hmm. control everything like Vatican banks the scandals that came out the freaking here pedophilia the typical Roman mm-hmm. historic pedophilia and you want to tell me you read up into ancient Roman Roman culture and you see that this is what they're into but then it happens mm-hmm. Over decades, are cases around that are still not fully like solved, as in like legally and justice and all that. Still talking, still trying. 
decades all over the world, everywhere they go, you know. The, the Pope mm-hmm. that is right now, the Pope, trying to cover up, trying to influence prosecution in Argentina for a pedophile priest who did wrong to an innocent child, you know. Mm-hmm. But, oh, mm-hmm. every time like someone complains, so to speak, they're like, Oh, golly gee, we had no idea. Oh, we're so sorry. Oh, we're, we're going to look into it. Don't worry. We will <laughs> investigate ourselves. You see what <laughs> I mean? No police, <laughs> no, the prosecution is is making like a, like on the country level, countries or, or worldwide level, fucking investigation of that Vatican and what they are doing. And they should. It's <laughs> obvious. It's obvious and factual, <laughs> you know? Instead, they want to talk shit about Michael. You see what I'm trying to say? If you see a shit ton masses of uh, 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 sexual abuse and sexual rape, okay, of children and women, by the way, mm-hmm. around these Roman Catholic churches and priests, men, you know, Roman, here, look at the word. Um, and the Pope covers it up and nothing ever changes and it's in masses and you read back and you're like, oh, Roman Roman culture is exactly like that too. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck still believes that it's like, oh, it's just a coincidence here and there and that. Like, it's on purpose. It's the system. Mm-hmm. It's their system, literally. Mm-hmm. Well, from my experience in uh, going to Catholic school, a lot of, a lot of, uh, the practices that became Catholicism were adopted from older cultures. Yes. Like, for, for example, the rosary <clears throat> bead thing, counting on rosary beads, that was from the Tibetans. Tibetans prayed mm-hmm. pray to be on beads and they count beads. Uh, that was... I'm trying to think, what war was that? The, um... What, what, the, what do they call it? I'm losing my train of thought. The wars that took place back back when Romans came into power and they were trying to, you know, overthrow all these kingdoms, they were stealing culture from the cultures they were conquering. Yes, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing this thing because even though I went to Catholic school, I wasn't really a, I wasn't a Catholic. I, my father just decided to put me in Catholic. School. Yeah. But um, but I studied. I studied a lot of stuff and it didn't really a lot of it didn't really make sense because it would contradict itself in certain aspects mm-hmm. of course because they, and, yeah, they took knowledge they censored stuff out they added new stuff in the Roman interest and with their stupid minds having no idea about spiritual rules and all that so of course it's not mm-hmm. and people's souls and intuition is going to act up mm-hmm. when you get to the parts reading it that they made up and that carries mm-hmm. out like the spiritual truth ever, because God's there mm-hmm. and sees everything they did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like all lies. Like there's yeah. a lot of truth because, like you say, they stole that stuff. You know. Uh huh. The problem is with the the little bits and pieces that they change up or add. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes very deep, but we're going to look into that on... We actually have another podcast for that. My question is now, we've been talking one hour and ten minutes. So, is there anything else, like for today's episode, at least, right? I would say we got five or ten minutes more, if you guys want. Is there anything else you find important for today's 
show, like to talk about or mention for people that are going to be listening. No, I'm. I I took the, I I talked about some uh, heavy fuckery stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty solid on my end. Yeah, me too. You know. What about you, Deja? Oh, <laughs> baby, she's not hearing me. Well. What I uh, so let's let's uh, close this uh, episode then for now. Just one thing, Ronald. It was very nice having you here with us. And thank you. If you want to come on the podcast or the other ones or so at some point again, you can because I think there is some important stuff I personally find important and would like to know more about and would like to help with for the healing also. Regardless. Aaliyah, mm-hmm. because she okay. went through heavy stuff and this re- mm-hmm. disrespect of her energy, because she, was, mm-hmm. you know, she had that special energy, if you know what I mean, that special mm-hmm. ancient Egyptian sex magic type energy vibration that is in the aura that comes from a pure spirit that comes from a spiritual place, you know, and that you can't mm-hmm. fake. Or have, so to speak, from someone else, right? And mm-hmm. I think that was—that's what I'm seeing, you know. And but that's a, a whole other topic, right? So whenever you mm-hmm. want, I would like to talk about that. Okay. Guys, <laughs> hey Deja, it fucked back. up and he wouldn't let me talk. But I was—I was gonna say, Mr. Yeah. Ronald. Plug your Instagram and Twitter. I don't know if you did when I went away, but plug your Instagram and Twitter so I can go follow mm-hmm. you. Okay, <laughs> my, I don't really post many photos of myself. I do a lot of art on uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, but my Instagram is at aka Ronald White. Okay. I'm going to forward it to her. You know, just so she finds. Okay. All right. So okay, it, it's very late for me here, but you know, I'm glad we managed to get this first uh, conversation with you uh, done today, and mm-hmm. I hope that the listeners uh, are enjoying this too. And for now, though, until the next time, I wish you all a good night and lots of love and light, so that it always keeps, even in the darkness, that little light in your heart. That's it. Absolutely. All right. Same. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to <laughs> say a, like a, a little goodbye or a good night or a good morning, like to the listeners? <laughs> mm, goodbye. Well, I hope you. I hope you enjoyed and <laughs> signing out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. They're a little bit shy. Uh, we're gonna be back uh, very soon, and uh, we mm-hmm. wish you all a good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.